Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. And good evening, everybody. Joe Beningo back with you again. The O oh, the Pain podcast, Friday, February 11th, 2022. Uh, of course, it's Super Bowl 56 weekend. We'll get into all of that, but... The Joe Beningo Auto Paint Podcast brought to you by DraftKings. Big weekend for our friends at DraftKings, by the Hackensack Brewing Company, by Beach Camera, and by Anita Tires. Now, I was going to start out, I was going to talk today about the NBA trade deadline, which came and went yesterday, uh, and the James Harden trade, long rumored, Harden wanted out of, of Brooklyn, wanted to go to Philadelphia. The deal goes down. He's traded to Philadelphia, Ben Simmons, Seth Curry, Andre Drummond, and a couple first-round draft picks going to the Nets for uh, Harden and Paul Millsap, which really, I tell you, considering Harden wanted out, a good trade, I think, for Brooklyn. Uh, but, you know, we'll see how it all plays out, all the insanity. Brooklyn lost again last night to the uh, Wizards. They've lost 10 consecutive games now, yet somehow – they're still the favorite to win the Eastern Conference in the NBA. I don't understand that, but, you know, that's me. Durant is still out. Uh, Kyrie did play because it was a road game last night. That's ridiculous, too, that he's not playing at the Barclays Center. Whatever. I was going to get into all of that. The Knicks and the fact that they did nothing. How about the fact that Knicks did nothing at the trade dot? Could I at least get rid of some of these, the dead weight on his team? Kemba Walker. You know, I knew they were. Okay, they couldn't trade Julius Randle. But could they have done something? Oh, my. The Knicks are. And, and how about the fact? And it's funny because the Knicks actually beat the Warriors last night in Golden State. Oh, my. It's. Oh, God. But that doesn't take away from the disaster that the Knicks are. But I was going to get into all of that. We got a lot of time to, you know, to move forward and talk about the NBA. But I, I got to talk about the Hall of Fame in the in pro football because, uh, the new inductees got in last night. They had their honors show. Usually it's on the Saturday night before the, before the uh, Super Bowl, but now they've moved it <coughs> to, uh, <coughs> excuse me, to Thursday night. I guess they figured, you know, they're going to get that Saturday night. Not Saturday night's not a great ratings night for television. So I'm sure that's probably the reason why, uh, you know, that they decided to move it on to a Thursday, but whatever. You know, Aaron Rodgers got the MVP. Okay, great, whatever. Beautiful, but I got to talk about I got to talk about the Hall of Fame, and here's the guys that got in the Hall of Fame this year in pro football: Sam Mills, who was the terrific linebacker uh, for the New Orleans Saints, and later on with the Carolina Panthers. Of course, the guy that went locally here to Montclair State uh, passed away a few years ago from cancer. No problem. Leroy Butler, the outstanding defensive back with the Green Bay Packers, 38 career interceptions. Terrific. God bless him that he's in. Tony Baselli who was the first-ever draft choice of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Great offensive lineman, guy out of USC, left tackle. Okay, fine with him. Uh, finally, Cliff Branch gets in. Oh, my God, how long did it take for the great Cliff Branch of the Oakland L.A. Raiders to get into the Hall of Fame? Finally, you know, Ray Guy finally got in. Cliff Branch is in now. 
you know, most of those guys are in Stablem, Mad Stork, Hendricks, Art Shell, uh, Gene Upshaw, all of those guys, David Casper. Uh, when are they going to put Jim Plunkett in? When is Jim Plunkett going in? Two Super Bowl championships, Super Bowl MVP in 1980. You cannot, you know, if Eli Manning cannot go in the Hall of Fame, and I think Eli Manning should get in. You know, he's not eligible for about four years yet. But Eli Manning cannot go into the Hall of Fame unless Jim Plunkett is in the Hall of Fame. Now, you got to be kidding me. Of the guys that are eligible, of the eligible, you know, if you're eligible to be in the Pro Football Hall of Fame, the only quarterback who has won two Super Bowls that is not in the Hall of Fame. And again, Peyton Manning, well, Peyton Manning just did get in. But, you know, Brady will be in, obviously. Obviously, uh, you know, I think Eli's going to get in, Roethlisberger. I'm just talking about the guys who, you know, have uh, are, are not are, are eligible to be in. Jim Plunkett's got it. He's the only quarterback who's won two Super Bowls and is not in the Hall of Fame. I mean, you got to be kidding me. So that that's a wrong that's got to be rectified, you know, sometime soon. But congratulations. Finally, Cliff Branch gets in. Coach Dick Vermeil got in, obviously. Uh, coached two teams to the Super Bowl. He won it with the Rams after he had coached the Eagles to the Super Bowl at the end of the 1980 season. Coached the Chiefs as well. Got no problem with Dick Vermeil getting in. That's fine. But two guys that I want to throw out there, and again, I don't have any great problem with these guys being in. Richard Seymour, the great defensive tackle for the Patriots, won three Super Bowls with Belichick and New England, number one draft choice with the Pats and all of that. He got in. And Bryant Young, who was an outstanding defensive tackle for the 49ers, was on that 49ers Super Bowl team that won in 94, beat, beat the Chargers and all of that. Uh, you know, him and Dana Stubblefield in the middle of the, that, that defensive line uh, in San Francisco. Okay, fine. But if you're going to put, and here's my complaint as a Jet fan, all right? If Bryant Young and Richard Seymour are in the Pro Football Hall of Fame, how the hell is Joe Klecko not in the Hall of Fame? And I have been yelling about this for years and years and years. Joe Klecko, who is the only defensive lineman in the history of pro football to be elected to the Pro Bowl on, with three, in, on, uh, at, at three different, I could say it right here, at three different positions. He, was, he got in as a defensive end, a defensive tackle, and a nose tackle. Three different positions. Joe Klecko, uh, 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 all pro, great player. Uh, Pro bowler with the Jets, all that. For only guy ever to do it at three different positions. How the hell is he not in the Hall of Fame? I mean, if you're going to put Bryant Young in and you're going to put Richard Seymour in, you got to put Joe Klecko in. And let's be honest, the only reason, there's only one reason Joe Klecko is not in the Hall of Fame, and that's because he played for the Jets. That's it. And he played on some pretty good Jet teams in the 80s. You know, Jet teams that went to the playoffs a bunch of times, four different times in the 80s, 81, 82, 85, and 86. So four times in the playoffs, which is a big deal for the Jets, as we know, okay? Even though none of them ended well. But this guy is one of the great defensive linemen of all time. You talk about guys that played against him, they feared playing against Joe Klecko. As some of the great defense, uh, offensive uh, linemen who played, offensive tackles, offensive guards, centers, Ask them what they think. The guys that played against Klecko, ask them what they think about Joe Klecko. If Joe Klecko played for, you know, the Cowboys or the Steelers 
or, uh, you know, the 49ers or, you know, throw a teammate, the Giants even. If he played for somebody like that, you know, the Washington football team, Commanders, Redskins, if he played for one of those teams, okay, all right, he's in. He's in. You know, he never won a Super Bowl. He only went to one AFC title game. He had some injuries. Injuries hurt his career. There's no doubt about it. Shortened his career. No doubt. No question about that. You can't deny that. And obviously, Seymour won three Super Bowls with New England. Bryant Young won a Super Bowl with San Francisco. But if Joe Klecko had played on one of the quote-unquote premier teams in the NFL, he's in. He's in. If Joe Klecko played on with the Cowboys or Pittsburgh, you'd be looking at Joe Klecko like you, you talk about Joe Klecko like you talk about Mean Joe Green or Alan Page or Merlin Olsen or Bob Lilly or to bring it up to, you know, modern times, Aaron Donald. You know, that's how you'd be talking about him as one of the great, great defensive linemen in the history of the game. Yet this guy's not even a thought to get in the Hall of Fame. I mean, what are these, what, what are the selection, whatever you want to call it, how they work it in the NFL, I don't, whatever, whatever they do, the NFL, it's not like the, you know, the uh, insanity of, of baseball, you know, the holier than now baseball Hall of Fame situation, you know what I mean? But how the hell is Joe Klecko not in? Unbelievable. And like I said, I got no problem with Bryant Young or Richard Seymour being in, but you gotta, you know, he's gotta, you gotta put Klecko in there. As egregious as the fact that Jim Plunkett is not in the Hall of Fame, as egregious as that is, it's equally egregious, if not more so. Well, certainly as much that Joe Klecko is not in the Pro Football Hall of Fame. Really, really disappointing as far as I'm concerned. I mean, I, I, I have to say, and I understand I'm prejudiced. I understand I'm a Jet fan. I understand I know Klecko, uh, you know, did work with him when back in the uh, the days at SNY and all of that. No Joe. Well, he's been he's been real good to me the whole deal. Joe, well represented down in my little museum down here uh, uh, in my basement and all of that. But yeah, he's got to be in. I mean, he's one of the great defensive tackles of all time. And just think about this. Here's something else too. You know, there's there's only a handful of defensive lines in the history of pro football that have actually had their own name, right? Like you think of like the, the, the great front fours, defensive lines, even defenses that had their own nickname. How many of them are? How many are there of them? Well, you had the fearsome foursome, you know, going back to Deacon Jones and Merlin Olsen with the Rams, you know, back in the 60s, right? You had them. You had the Steel Curtain with the Steelers, Joe Green, L.C. Greenwood, Ernie Holmes, Dwight White, okay? You had the Steel Curtain there, you know, of course, you know. Uh, you had the uh, doomsday defense in Dallas with Lilly and, you know, George Andre, Larry Cole, Jethro Pugh, you know, all those different guys. And then even after that, Randy White and Harvey Martin and uh, Too Tall, Ed Too Tall Jones, all of these guys, right? Doomsday. You had the sack pack, if you remember them in Baltimore. Remember them in the 70s? <clears throat> Joe Ehrman, Freddie Cook, that group of guys. Uh, John Dutton, you know, Mike Barnes, that was the sack pack. Uh, with the Colts in Baltimore, you know, all these, you know, all these uh, great defenses that had nicknames, you know what I'm saying? They had, they had these big defensive lines, great defensive lines, the purple people eaters in Minnesota, right? 
you know, Alan Page, Carl Ella, uh, Jim Marshall, another guy who should be in the Hall of Fame. Marshall, how he's not in, I don't know. But, you know, that's, again, another one. But, you know, they all had, like, these nicknames. Well, you know another nickname? The New York Sack Exchange. How about that? We forget, in the 80s, one of the great defensive lines of all time. Mark Gastineau, Abdul Salam, Marty Lyons, and the headliner on that defensive line on the sack exchange, Joe Klecko. All right? How the hell is Joe Klecko not in the Hall of Fame? Somebody's got to tell me that. All due respect to Richard Seymour. All due respect to Bryant Young, who get in here. How the hell is the great Joe Klecko, number 73, not in the Hall of Fame? Makes me crazy. Really, I, I, I don't know the answer to that. It makes me absolutely ridiculous. Something's got to be done about it. Like I said, long overdue to see a guy like Cliff Branch get in, but Joe Klecko's got to get in. It's, it's long overdue. Like I said, Jim Plunkett as well. I'll always go to bat for Jim Plunkett. He should be in. It's it's a disgrace he's not. But it's long overdue for Joe Klecko, right? Like I said, if Joe Klecko played for a different NFL team and didn't play for the woe-be-gone, you know, joke of the league, New York Jets, he clearly would be in the Hall of Fame as one of the great defensive tackles that ever played the game. Absolutely makes me nuts. It makes me freaking Nuts. All right. Joe Beningo with the Oda Pain podcast. I'm gonna I'm gonna pop in and out. We're gonna do my picks uh, or my pick, not picks, my my prediction, we'll call it for Super Bowl 56. That's coming up in a couple minutes. But uh let me get some of my uh sponsors in here. But again, I want to thank everybody at DraftKings uh for uh you know supporting the show. We really appreciate it. Uh, big weekend for them. You got everything going down, all the prop bets, everything. You can bet on the in the Super Bowl here with DraftKings. You can bet on the coin toss if you want to do that. And, and obviously, the moment we've been waiting for since the beginning of the season is finally here. And in honor of the big game, DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of Super Bowl 56, is giving new customers 56 to 1 odds on either team. Bet just 5 bucks and get $200. Uh, 280 uh, uh, in free bets, I should say. 280 in free bets if your team wins. DraftKings Sportsbook, now you're live, of course, in New York, meaning you can bet from almost a third of the country now. Uh, if the Sportsbook isn't in your state yet, you can play DraftKings Daily Fantasy Football Contest for Super Bowl 56. All the different prop bets, you know, uh, the over-unders, how many catches is Odell Beckham Jr. going to have, how many sacks for Aaron Donald, how many yards does Joe Burrow pass for, how many yards does Joe Mixon rush for? I mean, we can go on and on. All of that's there. And like I said, if the sports book isn't in your state yet, play DraftKings Daily Fantasy Football Contest for Super Bowl 56. New customers can get a free shot at $1 million top prize with their first deposit. <clears throat> Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Use promo code OTHEPAIN, O-H-T-H-E-P-A-I-N. Get 56 to 1 odds on either team. Bet just 5 bucks. And get 280 in free bets if your team wins. That's promo code Odepain at just like the show at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of Super Bowl 56. You got to be 21 or older. Minimum age and location requirements vary by jurisdiction. See DraftKings, uh, see DraftKings.com/sportsbook for a full list of requirements and state-specific responsible gaming resources. Void where prohibited. If you got a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER. In Tennessee, call or text the TN Redline, 1-800-889-9789.
In Connecticut, you can call 888-789-7777, or you can visit ccpg.org slash chat. In New York, you can call 877-8-HOPE-NY, or you can text HOPE, H-O-P-E-N-Y, to 467-369. So again, want to thank DraftKings. As I said, huge weekend for our friends at DraftKings. Also, my buddy Isaac, uh, he's really supported me from the beginning. I can't thank him enough. Beach Camera, of course, they offer all the top brands, LG, Samsung, and Sony. You know, they've been in business for over 30 years. Give Isaac a call at Beach Camera, 732-993-6385. Stop in 80 Carter Drive, Edison, and let him save you some money. Uh, you got to check him out. You can use promo code JOEBJOEB for 15 bucks off your order of $100 or more at BeachCamera.com. All right. We'll get to uh, my uh, my other sponsors in a minute. Hackensack Brewing Company and Need a Tire. We'll give them a pop in a couple of minutes. Let me do my uh, my pick here, my prediction for Super Bowl Fifty Six. I've been back and forth on this. Obviously, the line has really <clears throat> stayed the same throughout the week. The Rams four and a half point favorite over the Cincinnati Bengals in this game, and I've been back and forth. I've been thinking about it. Do I go this way? Do I go that way? You know. I think the Rams are the better team. I think the Bengals have a little something. They got a little juice, though. They got a little mojo. There's no doubt about that. You know, I haven't made the run they did, you know, beating the Raiders, beating the Titans, coming back from 21-3 to beat the Chiefs in Kansas City to get to the Super Bowl, all of that. <clears throat> but I like the Rams. I just think the Rams are the better team. You know, my feeling in the, is the Rams are just the, the better football team here. They're a four-and-a-half-point favorite. Uh, they got that terrific defensive line. I think it's going to put a lot of pressure on Joe Burrow. One of the things we saw, <clears throat> one of the things we saw so far during this playoff run is what happened in the Tennessee game. Uh, you know, of course, the, uh, the the pressure that they put on, uh, you know, Burrow in that game, he got sacked nine times. And that Tennessee defensive line is not what the Ram defensive line is. Aaron Donald, Von Miller, these guys are going to be Hall of Famers. Leonard Floyd. You're Jalen Ramsey in the secondary. Uh, you know, look, the Rams, the moves they made this year were made specifically to win the Super Bowl. The, the bringing Matthew Stafford in, bringing Von Miller in, bringing Odell Beckham Jr. in, bringing Jalen Ramsey in a couple of years ago, they were brought in to win the whole thing. They were brought in to win the Super Bowl. Case closed, bottom line, that's what the deal was here with this. And I and obviously they're playing in the home stadium. I don't know how much a, how much that really means because I would think there's going to be a ton of Cincinnati Bengal fans there. I'd be very surprised. You know, it's not exactly like the Rams uh, have a great home field advantage with their uh, with their fans. Even the championship game two weeks ago. I mean, half the place was 49er fans in that game. I I just think they're better. I really do. And you know, you look at the Bengals. They're an up and coming team. You know, it looks like Joe Burrow is going to be around for a long time. But remember this. Remember this, you never know when you're getting back there. I don't care how young you are, just because you're you're only in your second year like Burrow and you look at that uh, Bengal team and they look like they're going to be a team that's going to be reckoned with for a long, long time, you know what? That means nothing. You may never get back there again. Ask Dan Marino. A lot of similarities between Marino and Joe Burrow. Marino got to the Super Bowl in his second year, you know, Great young hotshot quarterback, just like Burrow. Burrow should only have the career that Marino had when all is said and done. But Marino never got back again. 
He went there his second year in 1984 at the end of the 84 season. They lost to Montana and that great San Francisco 49er team, and they never got back to another one. And Marino and the Dolphins had many, many brutal playoff losses uh, to uh, over the uh, course of his career. So if you're the Bengals, if you're Joe, Joe Burrow, uh, you know, Jamar Chase, Joe Mixon, Zach Taylor, their coach, you know, yeah, they're young. Yeah, they look like they're going to be around a long time, but you never know. You may never get another opportunity uh, to play in the Super Bowl again. So I like the Rams. Uh, four and a half to me is a, a little scary, you know, because I can see this being a field goal game. I got a lot of respect for the Bengals. I really do. Uh, uh, what they've done. And like I said, they're, they're a dangerous team. You know, Burrow can put a lot of points on the board. He's got a lot of, you know, he's got a lot of chutzpah of Burrow. He plays with an extreme amount of confidence. No doubt about that. So, uh, but I'm going with the Rams. Uh, the Rams to be the second team, okay, in, in, in a row, really. Remember, we went all those years. We went 54 Super Bowls without anybody ever playing in their home stadium in the Super Bowl. And now we've had, we've had it happen two years ago. Uh, excuse me. Now we've had it happen two years in a row. Tampa Bay doing it last year with Brady and company and winning it. And now the Rams will try to do it again at SoFi in their home stadium. And uh, I think they will. So give me the Rams. Lay the four and a half. Uh, I, I think they win this game by at least 10. I think, you know, if, if Cincinnati wins the game, it's going to be a close game. The Rams win the game. I think it's going to be an easy win for the Rams. And I say easy. I say they win it by at least two scores, somewhere between 10 and 17 points. And you know what? I'll even make a crazy prediction. I don't generally do this, but I'll make a crazy prediction on the MVP as well. I think the MVP is going to be Matthew Stafford. So I'm going to go out on a limb, say Matthew Stafford, uh, the MVP in this football game. Give me the Rams to win it and cover the uh, a four and a half point number. All right, Joe Beningo, the O the Pain podcast. Let's get a couple more of my sponsors in here. You know about the Hackensack Brewing Company, Mike Jones, TJ, my son-in-law Andre, all everybody over there at Hackensack. Uh, we've had two just terrific um, O the Pain live podcast there at the Hackensack Brewing Company. We'll do another one probably when the weather gets better, and uh, you know the deal. Always twelve beers on tap. You can enjoy in the outdoor beer garden or in the spacious tap room. Uh, hopefully, you get get to be in the outdoor beer garden soon. Uh, check out the HackensackBrewingCompany.com to place an order for pickup or home delivery. The tap room is open from 4:30 to 10 p.m. Monday through Friday, two to 10 sat, two to 10 that is Saturday, and 12 to 8 on Sundays. Come through, raise up a few with us, 78 Johnson Avenue in Hackensack, right behind the tombstones. Peace, love, and beer. Go see Mike Jones. Go see uh, a TJ. Go see Andre over there. Uh, should all be uh, good, no doubt about it. I also, of course, got to mention uh, my son, Johnny, everybody at Anita Tire. Um, uh, of course, uh, I, I'm forgetting about the, uh, Ari over there, who, of course, is, is the boss, Johnny's boss over there. Uh, go see him. You want any kind of work done on your car, uh, you need service on your car. Uh, you need tires, whatever you may need. Go see Ari. Go see Johnny. Anita Tire, Rivervale, New Jersey. It's on Westwood Avenue in Rivervale, New Jersey. Go check out Anita Tire. Tell them Joe Beningo sent you. Okay, the Oda Pain podcast, and we'll wrap it up. Let's we'll go back. Uh, we have some time here, so we'll close it out. 
again, talking about the NBA trade deadline and the whole thing with James Harden being traded uh, to the uh, Philadelphia 76ers. Uh, look, again, I think it's a very good trade for the Nets. They got a, they got some nice pieces here. I don't know about Ben Simmons. I guess he's they're gonna he hasn't played all year. He hasn't played since the playoffs last year when they got knocked out by Atlanta in the second round of the playoffs. I you know who knows? Now they're talking that you know they're gonna have him back by the end of the week. Maybe within two weeks he's gonna be playing again. I don't know what the story is gonna be, but we'll see. And maybe he's uh, rejuvenated. Maybe his career is rejuvenated here uh, with the. Um, uh, you know, with this deal now uh, to the Brooklyn Nets. Good deal for the Nets, like I said. I mean, you know, if you're going to have to trade Harden, I like what they got back. You know, you get Simmons back. You get Seth Curry back. He's a very solid player, averaging over 15 points a game this year for Philly. You get a guy like Andre Drummond back. He can be a good backup center for them in the middle. He's a good rim protector and all of that stuff. They got two draft, uh, two number one picks back as well. So I like the deal from the Brooklyn point of view. I, I just... I just don't see how they continue to be, you know, uh, the uh, the pick to uh, to get to the NBA Finals. Really, I, I don't see how they're, the, they're still the the uh, the choice, the leader, the number one pick with a ten game losing streak on top of that, with Kyrie Irving not playing games at home, as ridiculous as that is, with Kevin Durant still banged up, having to work Ben Simmons into the rotation now. How they are still the favorite to get to the NBA finals out of the Eastern conference. Somebody's got to explain that to me, but with that said on paper, I like the deal uh, for the nets. Anyway, we'll see how it plays out. I, I have no idea, but uh, yeah, uh, there's still the favorite. Uh, somebody's got to explain that to me. As far as the Knicks are concerned, they made no deals at all. Uh, somehow they beat the Warriors last night out in Golden State. I don't, you know, they, they won, won the game. I don't know how, but they did. Uh, you know, they're sitting there at 25 and 31. Nice night for Julius Randle and all that. They couldn't trade Randle. They didn't trade uh, a Kemba Walker. They couldn't move a guy like Alec Burks. So they there was talk about Mitchell Robinson. Not that I really wanted to see him. I don't want to see these young players be traded. But there was talk about Mitchell Robinson being dealt. That didn't happen. So the Knicks stand pat, and the Knicks, you know, they're a disaster. I mean, it seems like, you know, Leon Rose and Thibodeau are not on the same page. They made the they made the trade for Cam Reddish with Atlanta, and now it turns out, we find out later on, Thibodeau didn't even want him. You know, Reddish can't even get into the rotation. You know, I mean, it's it's absurd. What's going on there? You know, the Knicks, the Knicks teased us last year. We got teased. If you're a Knicks fan, you got teased. 41 and 31, fourth seed in the Eastern Conference, right? Home home court advantage in the first round of the playoffs, and they get unceremoniously dumped by the Atlanta Hawks in five games. Julius Randle gets exposed that, not that we didn't know it already, that he's not a lead player on a championship team. And the Knicks are right back where they always are. Struggling, I don't even know if they're going to make the play-in. I mean, right now I think they're sitting in the 12th spot in the Eastern Conference, you know, you got to be in the top, you got to be from somewhere to seven and 10 to seven to 10 to make the, you know, to make that playing little tournament they have now before the actual playoffs in the NBA. Uh, it's, uh, it's ridiculous. It's the same old, same old. The Knicks have given us 20 plus years of absolute crap. I mean, really, I mean, think about it. That one run when they went to the, uh, the Eastern Conference semifinals and lost to Indiana, uh, that big year Mello had when they, you know, they won the 54 games. Mike Woodson was the coach. And, you know, that team that had, you know, Jason Kidd on it. And and those got Rasheed Wallace on the team. 
you know, J.R. Smith was the uh, uh, the sixth man of the year. Tyson Chandler was the defensive player of the year. Had all that good karma going, and that lasted one year, and that was the end of it. The next year, they didn't even make the playoffs. They won 37 games, and before you know it, Mike Woodson is gone. Phil Jackson's coming in, and the disaster continues. And we thought it finally had changed with the, you know, bringing Leon Rose, who I like. I like what the front office has done. They haven't dealt. I know they traded a number one draft choice here in this deal for Reddish, okay, along with Kevin Knox, who uh, he also was a number one pick, but wasn't doing. He was just sitting on a bench there for the Knicks. All right, you know, I like the I like what Leon Rose has done at the top of the organization there. I like Thibodeau. I think Thibodeau is one of the best coaches in the league, but the dysfunction continues with Jim with Jim Dolan's New York Knickerbockers at Madison Square Garden. The dysfunction continues, and I don't see where it's going to change. I mean, really, I mean the the past the Patrick Ewing era is a distant memory now. The championship years back in the seventies is like uh, you know ancient history now. I mean, in fact, like Noah and the Ark. It's so it's so damn long ago. You know, I mean, it's just to say the last 20 something years have been horrible. Ever since Van Gundy left, it's been all downhill for this franchise. They made the playoffs a couple times. We've had a couple different teases. I mentioned the year with Melody 154, you know, when Amari Stoudemire signed here and we got all excited in the beginning of his Nick career and that flamed out, you know, the Jeremy Lin 10 minutes of fame for him, that flamed out. That what happened last year now with that with their run to the playoffs in the in the fourth seed that's flamed out. Uh, what a disaster the Knicks are! All right, want to thank everybody for listening. I really appreciate it. Have a great weekend. Enjoy the Super Bowl again. I like the Rams laying the four and a half in this football game. Let's get Joe Klecko into the Hall of Fame at some point, please. Can we do that? Joe Beningo with the Ode of Pain podcast. Everybody have a great weekend. I'm going to try to get out and play golf tomorrow. I can only pray. There's not a lot of golf courses open right now, but we'll see if we can pull this off. I don't know. Everybody enjoy the Super Bowl. Enjoy the weekend. God bless. And as I say to everybody, as I sign off, I want to thank all my sponsors again. As I sign off, all the love.